Hey, you guys. If you know me and if you follow me on social media, you know that I journal. You know that I love journaling. I'm a big advocate of journaling. And it's actually been something that I've been doing since I was in high school. And I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's like necessarily because I loved writing. It's more because I just felt like something about journaling made me appreciate like having a voice and I appreciated the space where I could just be open and unfiltered and kind of just express myself without editing so much and also without judgment from other people I could just be real um and it is kind of funny because I feel like journaling actually has helped me develop a love for writing it's helped me to create a better awareness of myself my thoughts my emotions it's helped me to reflect on my day on on things that impact me that mean a lot to me it's helped me to reflect on my relationships and ultimately I just think the habits that like journaling creates they just almost intrinsically like pave the way for emotional intelligence self-growth self-awareness and Um, before I start, you know, giving you guys how to's and stuff, I really, um, do think that you stand to benefit a lot if you start journaling. So if you do, because of this podcast, let me know, please let me know. Um, so to really get you guys hooked on this, (laughs) I thought that I would give you an inside look at my brain and just share a quick journal entry that I wrote about my, Um, struggle with anxiety. Um, 2020 was very tough. We had the pandemic. Um, I lost my stepfather. He had a stroke and then he passed away. And then later on in the year, my grandmother had a stroke. I was staying at home full time with Ava. So there was like a lot of stuff going on last year. Um, So I was struggling with anxiety and I'm comfortable sharing this because I would actually really love to do a future episode. just to help people be there for the ones in their lives that actually do like struggle with anxiety. Like if you don't necessarily know how to um, listen to speak to someone, comfort someone who struggles, I'd really love to give some tools into that. Um, So yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable sharing this. And um, so this entry is from last year. And like I said, I was dealing with a lot all at once. So um, I, I felt the obligation during that time to be 100% at home as a wife and mom, um, as a, a student. And I also know that my friends were dealing with a lot of stuff, so I felt like I had to be 100% to them too. And it was weird because I wasn't as emotionally available. I was like kind of burned out myself. Anyway, so I feel like anxiety is hard for people to understand. And even though I experienced my own anxiety, it's it's hard for me to understand my sister's anxiety my mom's anxiety like my mom gets nervous driving my sister gets nervous going into the doctor's office and I just randomly kind of developed a social anxiety and anxiety at home definitely caught me off guard so I wrote this entry around that time I wanted to make sure that I mentioned some of the backstory so I wrote Sometimes my anxiety is so small, it can be talked down with logic, motivation, solutions. Sometimes my anxiety is so big, so purely mental. I know it's all in my head. A single step forward could look like a mountain to me. I always compare this season of my life to when I was working a third shift 
even though I was giving away so much of myself and burning myself out, doing everything, working full time, going to school full time, I don't remember feeling this anxious. I'm doing a lot now. I know that. But I mostly feel like I'm doing nothing, like I can't do anything. I know my anxiety stems from trauma and ultimately the tragic realization that I can't control or will anything even in my own life. That even if I expect good or work hard, I can still fail. And all the horrible possibilities creep up in my mind about how my, situ- how my situation could be made worse just so I can anticipate whatever pain remains. And it's that part that makes me feel the most sad. Yep. So that was my journal entry. <laughs> uh, I was definitely in my feelings. And no, I have absolutely no problem throwing myself under the bus. I feel like anxiety is a very real, relatable, common problem. <laughs> so um, and it's just more proof that what I'm sharing today is coming from a real place. Like I actually have to deal with real thoughts, real emotions and like process those things and um I also just thought that sharing that journal entry would clarify the point that um, journaling isn't necessarily like a diary. I think a diary is more objective. Like I woke up this morning. This is what I did. This is what happened after that. Tomorrow we're doing this, you know, like kind of more black and white like that. Um, I think um, journaling is more about like if like if di- if a diary is objective then journaling is subjective I-, I feel like it's more about your thoughts and your feelings and also i want to share like what's really cool is that i have um all my journals in a virtual format like they're in an app and what i love is being able to like read through my process like read through processing emotions of anger sadness anxiety happiness joy all those things like kind of seeing the way that I'm growing throughout time is is really it makes me proud of myself because I'm like wow like you handled pain like you go girl (laughs) um so also before I get into how to journal I just wanted to share some tips for you guys about journaling like the kind of mindset you have to have if it's something that you're really interested in and the number one tip I have for you guys is to be authentic Um, allow yourself to be real and to face um, just those hard feelings like I think a lot of people don't actually know how to let out anger in constructive ways. And I have journal entries where like, you know, instead of cussing my husband out right now, I'm going to write about it, you know, and it, it's kind of I feel like it's it's healthy because first off, I'm letting my anger out, but I'm not going to do it by hurting someone and, you know, saying these thoughts that are coming from emotions. Right. It's not like a logical thought this is just how I'm feeling right now about this person so I can actually let out my anger in a safe space and be constructive and be like okay like how do I need to fix my thinking for the next time or like if I finish writing all this out am I going to forgive now like I just feel like it sets a really nice foundation to move forward um so be authentic be real you know, and kind of face that. It's kind of, I feel like it's fun and it's refreshing. Um, The next tip is to be constructive. So kind of like I um, just mentioned, just having a solution in mind, thinking of um, the future and what can be done better next time. 
Um, my third tip for your mindset when you're journaling is don't judge yourself. You know, I, I shared a journal entry with you guys and I feel comfortable doing that. But it's very easy for me to say like, wow, Ashley, you are really pessimistic and sad and depressing and that's exhausting. No one wants to hear that. Whereas instead, like my mentality is that like, I'm dealing with a lot of tough situations all at once. I know that what I'm going through considering the circumstances is really hard. I feel like my pain is going to make me stronger and it's going to help more people. And like, you know, like just kind of having like that safe space with yourself and being like, hey, like your emotion is okay and we can deal with this. We can work through this. We can be stronger for it. So don't judge yourself. Know that you are a safe space for you. Um, My fourth tip is to be reflective. Uh, A lot of times what I like to do is I literally ask myself questions. (laughs) Like I'll be like, um, what happened that bothered you? Or what was said that bothered you? How did that make you feel? Where does that feeling come from? And like literally, especially when I was first journaling, that's how I would um, come up with something to write. And it would be the easiest way to explore myself because then it's like kind of concrete. I'm like, okay. So I I do have some journal entries where I'm actually praying. I have some journal entries where I'm just sharing an event that happened in the moment. Um, I have journal entries where I'm addressing myself and talking to myself. I have journal entries where I'm talking to other people. (laughs) Like again, safe space. There's just like I feel like emotions and uh, emotions are valid. Um, But I am not oblivious to the fact that words can be hurtful. And journaling gives me a safe space to let all that stuff out without breaking people's souls. (laughs) Like not to say like I'm really cool or anything, but you guys know, like if you know, you know. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to share some mediums that you guys can journal in. Um, When I first started, I, I had an actual tangible notebook and that was my journal. Um... After some time, I think my hands started getting tired. I'm like, man, I want to write too much. So I moved over to like a virtual application before it was in OneNote. Now it's in Evernote. Um, So literally whatever way you feel best about doing it is is your choice. You have those options. And I'm going to give some examples of the kinds of journals that you guys can have. So, um, the first one, if you are an absolute beginner, I would actually recommend the journals that come with prompts in them. I feel like that's a really good place to start because it'll get you probably thinking about things you haven't typically thought about. And it makes it easier because you don't have to go through the mind work of coming up with questions on your own. You could just kind of have that ready and available for you. So, Getting a journal with prompts, especially when you're a beginner, um, you can answer um, questions about specific topics and that'll be a really good place to start. Um, The next kind of journal that you can have is a gratitude journal. And this is actually one I'm really interested in starting up again. Um, It's where you every day write down one thing that you're grateful for. and I think gratitude and practicing 
gratitude is really good for like a healthier mind, healthier soul, healthier outlook. And it helps you to almost like it helps me anyway to just be more present and cognizant of the blessings that I actually have. Um, Another kind of journal that you can have is a daily or a weekly journal. Um, So you would like kind of almost like a diary. You could write down what you did in a day. You could write down um, things that stood out to you, write down special events. Um, something that I did when I was in high school, I would actually check in with myself. Um, I would literally be in my journal and I would ask Ashley, how are you? Like, how are you really? How's your heart doing? How are you feeling? What are you thinking? Like I would check in with myself. Um, you can share how your day was, what's on your mind, all that stuff. Um, another thing is I would say journaling for emotional intelligence. So if you have a journal, whatever medium you want, like on paper, on the computer, um, journaling for emotional intelligence is a very useful tool. Um, so I, I think I kind of alluded to this before, but I'm going to be really specific about it now. If there's something that happens with a friend, a family member, a spouse, a coworker, anything like that, and for some reason it gets heated, it gets emotional, um, all that stuff, I think journaling could be a really useful tool um, to kind of reflect and be introspective. like. So I would say I had this conversation with this person and they made this assumption about me. And after they made this assumption, I started feeling like this. And that's why I responded like that. And next time when I'm feeling like this, I can do that. Like just kind of thinking like that. Another thing is like kind of noting, like jotting down like observations. Like I noticed um, that this person's face was like this. Their body language was like that. Um I, I actually really do journal a lot about my relationships with um, my mom, my sister, my grandma, my husband, my baby. It's just um, a normal thing that I do. And I feel like if, if you're really looking to grow in that area, journaling is like a really great way to do that. If you're really not looking to do a lot of writing, I would say that one technique that you can do is like a high-low method kind of thing where like you say the highlight of your day the low point of your day and kind of leave it like that you can also use your journal for like specific things um so like whenever you're stressed or angry you'll journal or whenever you need to solve a problem you can journal um another thing i've seen people do is um use a journal for goal setting or goal tracking and kind of like seeing their progress so um Honestly, I feel like there's no right way to do it. Just whatever way you want to and what works best for you and whatever helps you be the most consistent, that's what matters. So um, the last way that I wanted to share that you can journal is to actually have like a prayer journal. This is also one of the um, main ways that I I used a journal when I was in high school. I was always um, writing down my prayers and I actually really loved it because before I ever had a prayer box I would um just kind of skim through the pages and see the prayers that got answered and that was always really cool so it also made me feel like the conversation I was having with God was more uh 
tangible <laughs> more real i don't know <laughs> so um yeah those are just some tips and tricks about how to journal honestly i feel like the most important thing if you are journaling is your mindset um you have to be authentic you have to be constructive don't judge yourself be reflective and ultimately do it the way that works best for you um don't get so caught up in having to do it a certain way, just whatever way allows you to be the most consistent and whichever way helps you grow.